Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's September the 11th. 2016. I welcome everyone. Let's keep this a good conversation tonight. It's open for any conversation, but no fighting, no nonsense, please. It's all negativity or it's all misguided or going the wrong way. <clears throat> so anyhow, again, I welcome everyone. Um, Miss Nuts, guest six, guest seven, guest eight. Base One and Rodney K. Hi, everyone. Well, hi, Cheyenne. How are you? Hi, Cheyenne. It's nine eleven. Uh, well, we all well. Let's not even go the there. Let's not even go there. I could I could say something. <laughs> no, I was one of. No, actually, <clears throat> that was a setup. What was the setup? Not eleven. Oh. Okay. So I won't even go there. <clears throat> I worked with um, when I used to operate heavy equipment. <clears throat> there was a guy that um, I worked with. His brother. Um, he was in a special unit, and he went there, and that's all I'm going to say. Clearly, a false flag operation, thermite, thermite paint. I'm sorry, what? Infowars.com, brother. Who's speaking? Alex Jones. <laughs> Okay. Uh, even my father, <clears throat> he used to um, do um, glassing <clears throat> for a living. And I even asked him, like, um, as far as um, could that happen? He says, no, only dynamite could happen to do that. So what I was told was on my job with the guy's brother and what he ran into when he went there, it was 100 and it was 1,000 correct. It was totally an inside job. But anyhow, I don't, I don't want to go there. This is not what this call is about. Thank you, Miss Nuts. I swear to God, I'm going to move her out.
What's going on, Cheyenne? Okay, does anyone have anything to say? Clearly a false flag operation with Paul Wolfowitz and uh, Dick Cheney. What, Ronnie K? What's that? I said, what'd you say? That wasn't me. It was Alex Jones. No, that was you. Didn't sound like me. No, because you were disguising your voice. <laughs> that was my. That was Alex Jones. Okay. Okay, who would like to start a uh, topic tonight? Oh, face one, I have a article for you, or actually a YouTube. Um, let me see if I can... I'm having trouble with this chat board. See if I can't um, find that for you. Think it's oh, right there. Oh, here it is. Um, I'm going to put it on um, the chat board. And actually, I should actually I should play it, but I don't know how it would turn out, so I won't. Um, There's a rumor going around that Carl got his all of his kids back, but that an audio slip on that last one that y'all posted. Y'all want to correct that or go over that? I have no clue. Did that end up coming up on the, um, did that website come up? Or actually, is, uh, it's a YouTube? Well, I haven't seen it on YouTube, but the one uh, y'all were sending on the Skype, so it was an audio glitch. I think the kid was wanting his sister to come back, but it was clearly said that it was Cameron and uh, Colt. Well, Colt's always been back. They never but it's like Colt. Colt. It's like it's like one of the kids had uh, Colette and one of his Colette sisters or something. I don't know, but it was a misunderstanding. Anyhow, um, face one, I just posted um, a YouTube. I would like because that that goes into the conversation that um, you were end up saying last night. Um, about the money. Alone, so I posted that on uh, the chat board. Face one. Yeah, I'm here. What's the, what's the name of it? I got the. Pr- can someone read that? Hold on.
Okay, did someone read that? Irish Chase and Irish law firms hope you never discover mortgage fraud scam exposed. So yeah, they go want... into the banking detail and about how the money or how the uh, banks don't um, give you a loan, they don't deposit their own money, et cetera, et cetera. So it's basically the, um, what you guys were talking about last night. So give me your um, opinion the next time we have a call. If you can't um, uh, look into it tonight, give me your opinion next time we uh, talk. Well, I have an opinion right now. Pardon? I have an opinion right now. Go ahead. In no way, shape, or form, or at any point in a man or woman's conscious life, should they ever agree or make agreements with a fiction? Oh, I agree. Yeah, that, that kind of explains a lot. Now, most of us have, but the correct way to get out of it is not not to stop what some folks call paying. I know you don't pay because there is no money and all this stuff, but an agreement was made. And being a woman or a man sitting at the other on the other side of that table, your word is your bond. Your word is gold. Nobody can question your word, including a fiction. So when we put down on paper our word, I promise to pay, that's what they're holding against us. And uh, not only that, but I, I promise to pay and I hand over collateral. You know, I hand over this home that uh, was deeded to me as collateral. So we, we make those two very important agreements on paper. And the system is designed to protect itself, and that's what it's doing. It's, it's very, very hard to, um, I don't know, I'll say fight the system, but what I mean is to back out. When, when you're already in, you've already performed on that agreement, remember, your your word and your action is, is absolutely true, always, 100% of the time. It will be taken as true. Even okay, if lie, so, right? okay, so you, you end up on that contract. It was only one person who signed, which was you. You put your, yeah, we, when I say you, I mean we, you know, we all did it. Uh, and there's a lot of folks doing it, but we we made an agreement, okay, on paper with a fiction. Obviously, a fiction is not going to sign anything, and we knew that we knew that the day we put our hand, mind, and pen to paper. Well, I we, didn't know it then. Sorry, I didn't know it then. Well, then why did you perform on the loan? Did did you make any payments? Yes. Why? Well, because I didn't know any better at that time. Because you believed that uh, your the agreement that you made, not not the bank. No, nobody. There's no no bank sat across the table, right? There may have been a representative saying, "Sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here," but the paperwork said everything. Correct. Yeah, and so it, it, what I'm saying is just it's hard to to. Um, 
back out of an agreement that we've made and we've performed on because the system is designed to protect itself and rightfully so because uh, when it comes to limited liability companies, corporations, you know, businesses that just have a board of directors and not one of them is liable for anything, how easy would it be for the board of directors just to pack up shit and go home and, and leave a bank with all these debts and leave the system, the economy with a, <clears throat> a bunch of losses on paper, but it's still that the, their, their world only exists on paper. But how easy would it be for them to pack up and go home? So the system is designed to protect itself, even against that action of another fiction called a corporation, a business. And so it's really hard to, once you get entangled in it, it's real hard to get out. Well, you can uh, rescind your signature. Well, I'm going to say this. No, you can't, but you can try. I'm not saying you, you can't, but the, the in the fictional world, the, the system holds rescission authority, right? So let's say the state can rescind your license if you violate some traffic sign right the 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 system holds rescission authority um if you and me have an agree have a contract a formal agreement contract um and before i perform on our agreement if i find out something a little you know something's not right <clears throat> then i can i can go to you and say i'm taking my signature off that I have not performed on it. I don't owe you nothing. You don't owe me nothing. Now, if you still try to hold me to that agreement, the uh, there uh, there are courts, and I don't know which one exactly, but there are courts uh, that will deal with our agreement. They're kind of like the judge duty court, depending on how much money it's for or what. Um, but but we can rescind our agreements. <clears throat> but in the fictional world, they hold the power of rescission for for a reason too, because they don't want boards of directors getting taking out massive loans, buying all these real assets, airplanes, jets, putting them in their name, and walking away. Well, I rescind. Okay, bye bye. You know, and trust me, people will do that. They have done that. And uh, it's just a protection of the system. Okay, I have a question for you, <clears throat> if or, or actually for anyone. How would one um, pull a charter? How would one find a charter, their charter, and how would one pull one? What do you mean pull? You mean look at it? Well, you can. You Carl mentioned this many a times. You can pull the charter. He's not the only one. Many, many people have mentioned that. Well, what do you mean charter? The the business organization, organizational document? I don't know. I'm new to the charter scene. Yeah. Well, all, all businesses, all fictions have to be formed. And, they uh, have to be bonded and they have to be uh, chartered. Well, there's lots of different state rules, yes. And if it's a federally protected business also, then there are probably some federal rules. But there's uh, 
there's a a series of steps that a a a group let's just say a, a group of people if we want to start a business everyone on this call we get together we decide certain things business name structure uh, what what is our business purpose? Where are we going to be? What state? You know all the all these things, and that's called a prospectus. And uh, the prospectus is is um, offered to the usually the secretary of state. Let's keep it in the state realm to review it and make sure that uh, it's it's a business that the state uh, wants in its jurisdiction. And uh, and then it will be accepted or not. And when it's accepted, there will be a certificate of formation of the business, uh, usually on record with the Secretary of State. Where are you at right now, you motherfucker? I'll kick your ass. <laughs> so, uh, oh, there's a leftover from last night. I'm feeling better now. That was nice. Thank you. Yeah, I missed that. Um, remember Carl or you or me or Roddy or Aquila or Lawfan or guests six, seven, eight, or nine. We did not grant that business the right to do business in our in the corporate state in which we may or may not live. If we did not grant it, we cannot revoke it. We can sue that business. You know, you and I can sue that business if we have a valid uh, valid claim stated in our complaint. Um, and then if, let's say, the business did something very bad to you, the you can petition the state to consider pulling the charter, removing that business from uh, from your state. It's a terrible thing. It, it hurts people. It does bad things. It, you know, all this stuff. But that Interjection? Go ahead. I was listening to someone talk about that recently. I forget who it was and what the particular case was, but in the, in the complaint form, what they're doing is they're really searching the statutes and what you are saying and what was done to see if you have a claim. Because if you can show the the laws and what was done was violated, then you then you then they can say, Yeah, you've got a claim here. Yeah, claims exist in the legal world, but they're inside the complaint, like you just said, and the claim would be so and so did this and this action violates that and I was damaged, right? That that's a that's a claim, but it's it's uh, formalized on a what's called a legal complaint. So that 12b6 you hear Carl talk about it a lot, and Colin keeps talking about it. You know, failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. In fact, that was the rejection or. Um, that was the denial of Carl's federal so-called claim, right? They said, well, 12B6, failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. One of, those, one of those failures might have been that Carl was not formally entering 
the legal jurisdiction. So how can remedy be offered to a man from a fiction, right? How can a fiction offer a man a remedy? They didn't really say that, but I'm thinking that, that it's just a very easy excuse for them to say, well, fuck, we're getting out of here. We'll just say, you know, status. He's he's saying he's a man. We're fiction. We can't help him. Bye-bye. Carl failed to state a claim upon which relief from the fictional world could be granted to a man. Okay, would that be like the money part of it, like just in conversation? I'm not in the 12B6 that well. 12B6 is a, it's um, in the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. Right. Rule 12, subsection B, number 6, something like that. Right, which relief can be granted. I'm not understanding that very well. I'm going to be honest. I could look like an asshole right now, but I'm being honest. Okay, let's let's say. So this. actually, that would that be like okay? I, you stated the complaint. I stated the claim, or answered. I responded to your complaint, um, but I didn't. I did not have no um, what I wanted as far as the relief. Let's go like this: a cop pulls you over and gives you a ticket because you didn't uh, paint your fingernails. All right. And so he sends that ticket into the, he files that ticket in the local court. Judge looks at it, and uh, he's, the judge is going to say, no, look, you cannot, the, the claim you're trying to make that she didn't paint her fingernails in the capacity that you're operating, which is a police officer, you have no right to tell her to paint her fingernails and then try to charge her money for it because she didn't. So that the relief is charging, the relief for the cop would be charging you money. So the judge is going to say, you failed to state a claim in which I can grant, the court can grant you the relief you want, which is payment of a fine or something. Right, so I think the, nothing added up in, in that in that situation, did it, right? A cop can't tell you to pay money because you didn't paint your fingernails. Right, so it always has to twelve v six. It always has has to do with money, correct or no, or incorrect. Depends on what relief people want, it, or, or what relief not people, but what, what relief is being uh, begged of the court. Remember, the court will grant the relief. Will grant the okay. Damage. You end up you end up suing me. I end up doing the respondent. Um, you come back with twelve uh, v six because I didn't put. Um, Gee, I wanted to, hold on, hold on. I Actually, I said that incorrectly. Um, I answered to you, and I said, well, uh, I disagree with whatever you said, but, um, okay, I'm still not doing it correctly. Um, Here, let me explain it. Remember, the court, the, the court is there to make sure both parties follow the rules. Let's just say it's a civil case. So you, the, the rules of civil procedure for, for the jurisdiction you're in. So when a when a <clears throat> petitioner or plaintiff files a lawsuit, it, he's filing it to the to the court. Let's say the judge and the clerk, whoever says, "Hey, can you hear this matter? I want this matter settled." And the judge is going to make sure that at that initial step or um, yeah step of the process, 
that the the plaintiff has followed all the rules so far. That means, you know, the elements of a case, proper process and procedure and everything. And so if the uh before the court issues a summons, right, the court will issue the summons. Before the court will do that, it will make sure that the plaintiff's case is something that they can even hear or offer relief. Or and probably other things too. I'm I'm not a genius on this. But uh so the 12B6 is the refusal to hear the case because of a failure in an element of the process or the procedure, the rules, the rules of civil procedure. You know, standing, right? Is the, both parties have to have standing. That's one of the rules. Jurisdiction, right? Jurisdiction. The court has to have the proper jurisdiction, so the claim must be in the proper court that has the jurisdiction to hear it, and just a whole bunch of them. And so 12B6 is the court saying, sorry, we can't hear this. And uh, you you will be notified also, but uh, for sure the plaintiff. So like in Carl's case, his claim, he was the plaintiff, well, prosecutor. But so he was he was returned an answer by the court, look, we can't hear this. And they, they don't always give an answer, but the, look, tell you to state a claim in which we can help you with, is that's good enough for them. So Now, if, a, if you file a case in a court and you believe that you did file a prop, the proper procedure, proper process, it's a, it's a claim in law or in the legal system, and the relief is reasonable and justifiable and all that stuff, and they still return a 12B6 on you, you can go to a higher court, right, for an opinion. You can go to that court's boss. And then you can even have a claim against that judge or the court, a legal claim. But uh, 999 times out of 10, they won't do that. You know, they'll follow the process because the court doesn't want to be liable for anything. So let's say uh let's say you're uh driving down the road in your car and you get pulled over by the uh business administration municipality administration board, right? The the people who actually go around and check on businesses like McDonald's and Walmart and all that stuff. And he flashes his yellow lights, pulls you over and tries to give you a speeding ticket. You, you see what I'm saying? It does not match. There's nothing. Uh, there's no connection there to that entity's rights to um, charge you. Uh, they don't have the authorization to give you a speeding ticket. So if if that party, if that business guy, <clears throat> the business administrator dude, actually tried to file a lawsuit against you for speeding the court would not hear it. They'd, they'd, they'd return to him a 12B6. Get the hell out of here. You failed to state a claim in which we can help you with.
there's probably more to it than that, but that's the basics as I understand it, and it I think it's pretty easy to understand. Keep it moving. <laughs> so, yeah. Diane, are you still on the call? Somebody's punching buttons. What, did you stump everybody? Did I just 12B6 Cheyenne? Yeah. <laughs> She's failing to take a claim right now. What's 12B6? <clears throat> Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, uh, Rule 12, ah. Section B, Paragraph 6. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. Hey, hey guys, uh, apparently Cal Lynch is on. What? Yeah. He don't say nothing, no. He doesn't say anything. What? I wonder if he's listening. Yeah, I think he was on yesterday. I heard him banging in the background. Really? Probably working on a car engine or something. So where's the host?
Well, I might go to another call. Nothing happening here. Not much. Where are you going? What's on? Uh, it's not really a law call. It's more of like an esoteric call. What are they talking about? I don't know. The the host he speaks on such an esoteric level it's really hard to like plagiarize what he says. Like fourth dimension portals and stuff? Yeah, um, it's mostly to do with the mind, like I don't know, the the faculties of thought and all that crap. Uh Yeah. It's oh. more of a like you kinda you listen in and, and you sort of get your own individual message from it. And yeah. yeah. Can't really plagiarize it. So it's like <laughs> supposedly channeled. <laughs> I don't know, I'm not around here. Have fun. No, I'll stay with I'll stay here, but hey. Do you know much about um like foreclosures and that? Uh, no, I don't know more than anyone else. Uh, I have my my point of view, though. Oh, okay. So you're just basically dealing with like like travel travel stuff, driving. Yeah, just dealing with understanding how the <clears throat> how the system works. Because if we can understand how the control system works. Uh, then we we would know how to um, approach it. Yeah, that's a good start. <clears throat> I'm just I'm working my um, working my way through the um, jurisdictionary um, course at the moment. So yeah, I'm just learning about basic stuff, basic procedure, and all that. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'll learn all the, you know, the substantive law and all that crap later. Yeah. When I need it. It's too early for it now. You done that course before? No, I haven't. I've heard of you done any, like, paralegal course? Like, any online paralegal course? No. Okay. So you just, like, read and figure stuff out that way? Like, yeah, I, I I try to read, and then actually I, a, a lot of it to talk over with uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> wow, Roddy K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just read and think about it, um, because the basics, like you said, you're kind of learning the basics there in jurisdiction area. Um, it, it gets quite complicated when you go into all the different kinds of, uh, you know, all the all the stuff that can happen legally, whether, you know, whether in the in the court or or in the court system or in the legal system. But the basics are pretty simple. There has to be standing, agreement, and a verifiable, yes. like a verifiable. Uh, violation or fault or harm and then there also has to be a remedy for that you know 
So, but but the cases themselves can get real detailed, obviously. Oh yeah, I mean that's where all that more legal language comes into it. Eh? I mean it makes it a whole another conversation. Yeah, but I mean if you look at at least I I don't know what they're called in uh, I, I believe you're in Australia. If you look at the rules of the civil procedure legal system in Australia, I mean, it's not that long. It's only like a couple pages. It's it, Everything stems from that, though. You know, everything's it just gets exponentially more complicated from that. But, but as long as you know those basics, um, then you're sure that, uh, let's say, another party can't overstep their bounds. Everyone has to follow the rules. Yeah, that's it, eh? I mean, I've learned a lot from these calls. Like, even though they are, like, based around the federal system in America, North America, it's like, it's just, like, getting the idea of, like, like, you know, like, the the concept should be, like, virtually the same. Um between the systems, because I think it all came from England anyway. And then before that came from Rome or something. So, yeah, it all sort of stems from the same systems, and and it should be all pretty much the same. I mean, we're not living in um, Sharia Sharia law land, so we're all in the common law. Exactly, and, you know... Uh, it's kind of hard to grasp, but let's say the Roman Empire, when it expanded out and and really for, what, I don't know, let's just say 600 years, not all of that was uh, under full force, but for 600 years, just the Roman civility, you know, the, the how, how Rome, the Roman Empire was civilized, right? And that, when Rome conquered a uncivilized territory, let's say, you know, it, it brought civility, it brought law, it brought civil rights, and a lot of stuff that uh, it kept folks from killing each other. I'm guessing, right? I wasn't there, but there there may have been a lot of uh, you know neighbor killing neighbor over for you know to take over property or or over a dispute or some shit. So and so that system. It didn't when when Rome allegedly fell, um, that system didn't just go away, and everyone was like, "Okay, well, we're just going to make a new one." You know, the concepts stayed because uh, I'm willing to bet that the people, most of the people, liked it. Um, some things were changed, like you said, uh, when the uh, British Empire went was going around the world and colonizing and uh, setting up law and order and civility um you know those concepts are still with us today and um are you still there lawfan oh roddy just sent me a message you dropped off anyway so um the system in Australia and the system in North America, I'm sure, very, very, very similar, um, especially for the corporate regulation 
system, what we call the legal system, to regulate corporations and businesses. And uh, the criminal law is probably quite similar too. Because it is quite fair. Both systems are actually very fair. And the biggest problem is, remember this term, you've heard it before, is consent of the governed. That's not talking about governed by common law or governed by your neighbor. It's, it's, it's a, when an administrative system exists to govern something, like a corporate body, if we consent to being a, an alleged corporate body, whether ignorantly or knowingly, if you agree to that, you're going to be held to it. And you have to be. There is no free pass for one and not the other. So if, if, if we all make these agreements and then we say we want to rescind or back out, well, why can't Microsoft just back out of its agreements too then? Right? It would just end up being chaos. which is why we have to be very careful of the agreements that we enter into, the, the consent that we give to be governed. BRB.
What happened, everyone? Hello, can anyone hear me? Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Guess eleven and just got quiet. Sorry, I ended up uh open up open up the uh, windows. I thought it was uh Law Fan and uh Face One talking when I left. Okay, anyone else have any questions? Success stories. I would love to hear success stories. There you go. Hey, Cheyenne. I'm sorry, what? Oh, this is phase one. Like okay. I said, I, uh, law fans just asked me if I'd like, studied or taken courses on any law, and I said no, but so everything is just my interpretation. And about 12B6, I was wrong. The 12B6, it's not the judge that uh, that says, oh, the prosecutor failed the state of claim upon which relief can be granted. It is actually you in your responsive plea. Exactly. That's what I felt. So, uh... Ha, 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 gotcha. Ha, run the key, I got him. Ha, ha, I love it. What? I don't remember you saying anything like that, but... What I but... Do, what I do like to do is double-check what I say. And, uh... But you you don't have... the You, you offer that... Uh, pleading defense to the court, and the judge will look at both pleadings, the the plaintiffs and yours. And uh, when you respond with, "Look, he hasn't said anything that I can, you know, I can, there, there can't be any charge against me. I haven't made a claim, right?" The judge will look at that and then grant you um, whatever you ask for. Correct? Yeah. Right. I mean, not whatever you ask for, but but yes, I know what you mean. So you could say uh, motion for dismissal based on 12B6, and the judge will look at it, look at the plaintiff's pleading and say, yeah, defendant's right, dismissed, or whatever, whatever you can legally ask for. Yeah, that's where I was heading, right. So I guess I have that correct. Yay. See, 12B6 is very confusing at times. Well, not at times, but um, it's just basically what, basically is what relief you are asking for. And that is basically a 12B6. So whatever the relief you're asking for, the motion to um, their motion to be denied, just compensation, whatever the whatever you are looking for, 
that is your 12B6, correct? The relief. All it is is just the relief. Well, no, you, you don't, the defendant generally doesn't ask for relief unless you counterclaim, right? Or, or, right, or, or the respondent, uh, right. Yeah. It would be the respondent. Yeah, at that point, it would be the, the respondent at that point. Because they're right. not, a, oh yeah, um, and so, but you don't ask for well, you ask for their their basic. I'm not, I'm not saying to do the twelve b six at that time. We were just talking about the twelve b six, just in general. Twelve b six is what Colin uh, talks about a lot, and that is. I'm not worrying about what Colin talks about. I'm just twelve b six. Yeah, it's a defense to a a pleading. So if I say, if I plead to the court, Cheyenne hit me in the face, right? And I plead to the court to hear hold my on, case. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Oh, shit. I woke up my dogs. Damn it. All right. Go ahead. Oh, shit. Okay. I want to have a sense of humor at that time, but go ahead. I screwed up. If I plead to the court that Cheyenne stole my bike, um, and so the the court will say, okay, um, your petition to hear this case is granted, so we'll we'll send a summons and complaint over to Cheyenne, and uh, and she'll have to answer it, right? Respond to it. Now, let's say you don't have any legs, so. Your defense could be, you're full of shit, basically. I don't have any legs, and you, so you failed to state a claim in which I can grant you any relief. Okay, the, the relief they want is the bike back. Obviously, you don't have it. You don't have any legs. It's just, let's say, the overwhelming evidence is you don't have it. Right, the bottom line is the relief. They, well, the relief that they are asking for. I'm asking for a million dollars or my bike back, right? And you're just saying, well, I can't give you your bike back because I don't have it, and I'm not going to give you a million bucks back because I didn't steal it. Uh, you failed to state the claim in which I could even help you. I'm sorry about that. So it gets, I mean, those are real general uh, concepts, but um, the idea is that the elements of uh, the elements of you being charged have to match, like, uh, okay, Cheyenne stole my bike. You respond with, well, I've got an airplane ticket that says I was out of the country at that time. So obviously you failed to state a claim that is basically true. And so I, I can't, it's obvious I don't have your bike because I was out of the fucking country. Right, you failed to state a claim in which I can help you with because I wasn't even here. I think I would reword that a little bit differently. Yeah, there's there's better ways to word it. I'm sure Colin could help us out if we want to go there, but um, Carl the, the relief, the relief Carl is not you. You're right? on the call. Oh, really? Help us out. Yeah, he's been on the call. If hey, it's Carl him, Lentz. I don't think it's him. Actually, I'm going to check some more. I'm going to call him tomorrow. Well, I think someone's using his name. I really do. How do they use his name? Ah, uh, that's very easy. 
this made the same name or something? Yeah, it's very easy to do. Well, I thought I, he was there's on... There's probably Aquila doing this. I thought he was on the other night. People could hear him talking or doing something. It was probably Aquila. <laughs> See, she didn't have anything to say, so it was probably her. I would. Anyhow, I thought about that once we're done with 12B6, um, one of you done, face one. Um, I wanted to go into something else. Oh, I know what. So whenever you're done, I'm done. 12B6. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm just. Okay, on a mechanics lien slash uh, sweat and equity, <clears throat> there's a new lawyer that um, claims that I don't have sweat and equity in my home. Uh, I answered him and responded to him, and now he wants um, the um, the case dismissed. So how would you go about with that one? Well, I don't know. Do you have a case against him? I'm sorry, what? You broke up. Do you, do you have a case against him? No. He, he's a brand, He's a brand-new lawyer. A uh, lawyer for who? Wells Fargo. What he, I did is, what I did is, I end up asking for the um, um, summary judgment, or actually the default. I'm not sure which one I asked for. Um, uh, basically, I, I just wanted the order to be signed. And next thing you know, I mean, I'm facing a lot of cases here, but what I'm also noticing is. Once you end up putting certain things in, the lawyer will disappear and a new one pops up. So, um, well, yeah, Wells Fargo probably has thousands of lawyers. Well, I'm just saying what I what I have been facing is different lawyers constantly. It's like they sell the note, they sell the the case, the um, court case. Um, all they are, lawyers and attorneys, that's all they are is debt collectors. That's all they are. So they're, they're buying all these numbers on that case on Wall Street, however they're doing it. And so do you have a case against Wells Fargo, or do they have a... I have a case, McKinnis Lane slash Sweat and Equity, onto my home. This guy is trying to uh, uh, stop for me to get paid um, for what all I put into that home. What guy? The lawyer? Yes. Okay. And so you have a claim, a a a, a basically a, a lien. lien. Yes. Um, against Wells Fargo and and the property described that, yes. that they're claiming yes. their property. Yes. 
And you, you, where did you file this lien at? At the county courthouse. And you have a copy of that lien? Yes. Okay. And how are you trying to enforce this lien? Uh, for the judge, I'd have to go back on my notes. Um, for the judge to basically, they did not uh, come forward with, um, they did not uh, default it. So therefore, I want uh, the um, the judgment. And then uh, therefore, I can carry it out to the sheriff. How are you trying to enforce this lien? But more importantly, did you file this lien before or after the bank already brought a default suit against you? After, but before okay. it was sold. Uh, I know, but there's your there's your answer. Had you done it before, even one day before, first in line, first in time, um, had you done it one day before, you probably, you might actually, you might actually have something going, but if it's after, it don't matter. I disagree on that. Because anything that um, comes when when anyone is in default, normally it is 100% a debt collector, third-party debt collector, which well, means nothing. Is your, is your lien against Wells Fargo or a debt collector? Wells Fargo. Okay, who who brought the default suit against you, foreclosure suit, foreclosure oh, action? They claim Wells Fargo, but the uh, the deed. Or not, no, I'm sorry, not the deed. The um, the um, the um. Oh, what do you call it? Um, shit. What is? It? I I originally went with World Savings, and World Savings is still in the land record. Recorder recorder of deeds. They never did the assignment to Wachovia or Wells. So right there is totally illegal, one. Two, this lawyer is just now, he's stepping in. I mean, they're like whores. They're actually like, these lawyers are like whores. You end up getting a traffic ticket, or you you get anything, next thing you know, you get 20 lawyers, oh, I can help you, you know, through the mail. Oh, I can help you get out of this mess. They're, what we call them here is ambulance chasers. Mm-hmm. Um, you, my opinion is if you, my opinion, now you can mm-hmm. keep doing your research, keep doing what you're doing, but if you filed the lien after an action was already started, the court for sure is going to hear that the first in line, first in time, whichever which one was filed first, they're going to hear that one first. So if it was a foreclosure, okay, they already heard. Okay, they already heard both, and gonna, and my lien is on the first. Okay, so once the no the the house was sold or or transferred, well, or what do you call it? Well, what they ever claimed, yeah, back to Wells Fargo for a buck. Yeah. And so now you're trying to get enforcement on your lien. Correct. Okay. 
What interest did you have in the property that at the time you filed the lien? I have over 30 years in that in that house. At the time you filed the lien, what interest do you believe you had in that property? Well, I, I'm not sure what you're saying about the the interest because I didn't have a loan. Uh, uh, the interest, I, I had 100% interest. Um, you didn't have a loan? Okay, no, let's go back to I had 100% interest in that home. Prove it. Then why why was it taken from you? I, and I'm not saying this to be, you know, point fingers. I'm just saying, obviously, that's not correct. Yeah, the, I the, think the, we're getting off board two different yeah. ways here. People were serving. Now, as soon as a default, as soon as the, as soon as the homeowner goes into default, the mortgagee goes into default. Um. All rights go to the holder of the debt and the collateral. Okay, okay. there's a difference. There is a difference between. Hold on. There's a difference between holder and holder in due course. The only reason they didn't come knock on your door or come knock on the door and kick out the homeowner that very same day is because uh, that would be cruel and unusual. So, okay. Do you know the difference between holder and holder in due course? Yes. So, the what 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 happens though is because if if you signed a deed of trust, a mortgage deed of trust, in that twenty six pages, we gave away all of our defensive rights, especially after default. We gave away all our interest, especially after default. The the bank reserves the right to accelerate the debt and demand full payment the very next day as soon as you default, right? And I, I think you've read that part of the deed of trust. And they don't usually do that because that could be deemed a little bit cruel and unusual and all this stuff. But but they reserve that right. That right is their interest. And so they re- they reserve all the interest, um, especially after default. They, they, they hold a lot of interest before default, like they can tell you to maintain your property and, you know, do all this stuff. Make sure you pay on time and do all this crap. But after default, they pretty much consolidate all interest. It goes all back to them. That's what they present to the court. They have some sort of paperwork proving it, and that's why the court accepts the the uh, foreclosure hearing. Even though I know it's a little bit shady, there's judicial, non-judicial, and all this crap, but it's already done on the paperwork. The day you signed the closing, the day you and I signed that, that, that was the judgment basically right there. Now we didn't know it. We we failed to read it. We you know we we were out having fun. Didn't really didn't think about law and stuff. But the truth is that was the court right there, and it was settled right there when we signed it. And I know there's only one signature, but guess what? A man always keeps his word. A man always a woman always keeps her agreements. Yeah. And I know we'll say, well, we didn't know it was like this. Well, 
a, a woman is not stupid either, right? A woman is not ignorant. A woman checks this shit out before we do all this stuff. A man checks this stuff out before we start making agreements with fictions. The best thing we can say is now we know. And we can look at a different way to use the system, not in the commercial way where we are, uh, let's say, commercial slaves. But we can use the system properly. Okay, anyone else have any questions? For face one line, I'm going to ask him a few other questions. Is the New World Order banking system doing all this? Goddamn false flags. Okay, Rodney Golf, K. Golf of Tonkin. <laughs> Somebody hot for Roddy K? Yeah, stop it with the Alex Jones shit. Huh? I'm. What? You heard me. Well, I can tell you it sounds like a conspiracy to me, but uh, you'll carry on. I don't know what you're talking about, Alex Jones and stuff. But. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. Cheyenne, make sure you look up anything that we talk about because you can uh, you can look it up and correct me because remember, I'm just talking about how I... My, my research of the system my knowledge of the system, but I haven't been through it like you have. I haven't, you know, you you can look up the pertinent points to you and then we can always talk about it later, even about equity liens and um, the the interest that the bank has after default and stuff like that. Well, like exactly. We, you don't know until you walk the shoes, number one. Well, you and that's do huge. Know no, you don't. You don't. You know. I'm. I disagree. Until you walk the shoes, um, and even when you do walk the shoes, you're gonna end up um, um, missing a few points, and well, then you gotta redo says, and redo. But I don't think you've walked the bank shoes. That's a. That's oh, what I'm saying. No. No. Well, of course I didn't. Yeah. So I'm, I want to check the bank. I'm pretty sure. That I know the process that um, you or a homeowner goes through uh, to to sign the deed of trust and all that crap, all the paperwork. But I don't know what you've done after that. You're right. I, I haven't been in your shoes. Well, I just want to keep saying uh, when you file a petition or claim or whatever you call it in these courts, they can't really see a man or woman. They're going to search the record. They're going to search the statutes and see what are you talking about. So if you don't lay it out, you know, pretty much according to what the rules are, they're like, well, we don't see a claim claim here. What are you, what are you talking about? What can we do? They want to help you, you know? Yeah. Well, I just know that after you, when you go in default, you, next thing you know, you've got many different lawyers, and they're claiming many, they're claiming, um, um, they're doing a complaint on your property to foreclose. You would not believe how many for how many lawyers I have already went through, not me hiring them, them coming after me, and then I did common law to them. They ran away, and next thing you know, here comes another one. He runs away, and I did common law, and all basically it was 
was, can you verify this debt under oath and affirmation under penalty and perjury and open court? And that's all I did. On the chat board. They, Rodney, I'm talking, and they ran away. Are you done? And next thing, and next thing you know, here comes another one. But what I'm saying, uh, phase one, is you will end up after default. Nine and ten is a third debt collector, and that's all it is. That's all yeah. it is, and I, that's what I'm dealing with with um, the mechanic swing right now. <clears throat> this guy came out of the blue. He's trying to say that I did not put the work into my home. Well, who do you? Where where is your firsthand knowledge that I did not put that work into my home? And was Mr. or Mrs. Wells there 365 days, 24-7? Because you weren't registered. And he's trying to... Rodney, can I speak? No, and you can't. Because you weren't and, registered, and you didn't keep a record of your work, so it's not legit. Rodney, can to I them. speak? Yeah, yeah, I'm from you. Go ahead. I'm going to mute you out. No, I self-mute. <laughs> I'm going to mute you out. Anyhow, it's, it's just what I have been running into. It's just basically it's just a third debt collector. Now, years ago, <clears throat> when I was laid off, normally I was laid off in the wintertime. So I was always trying to find different jobs. Um, so I end, up, I end up buying, I think this kit was maybe, I don't know, three, five hundred bucks that you can end up buying, just like a lawyer, you can buy these notes. You can buy all these, and it was pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. And what you basically did, you end up paying for this kit, and then you end up getting uh, people's phone numbers and address, and basically you would just write to them, beautiful letterhead, and, hey, you owe me this. And here's the account number. Here's this. Here's that. So I keep going back to that. But regardless, once you go in default, you'll have all these debt collectors, which is an attorney, which, number one, you you have to ask yourself, what is the difference between an attorney and a lawyer? One. Two, do they have a license to practice law? No. Do they have a bar card? Yes. Hey, guess what? I have a union card. Same thing. Don't get me started. And they're just, they're just, once people start waking up and seeing what is going on, I mean, the times that I go to court, and which is rare, and people in the, in the hallway, is, they're crying. And next thing you know, you see the, you see, I've been to the library. I've been here. I've been there in that courthouse. And that's all you see is these suits. And they're going cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. And then the more I, I started studying and realized what was going on, and the more that pissed me off every time I went to the court. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And how they're ruining these people's life. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to go there. One one word of advice from me that you can take, and you you don't have to research it, is 
as soon as you rid yourself of the anger, you you will be more free to. Oh, I, I get that. I get that. Phase one. I get that. Yeah, I get because, that. Um, I understand that. Remember, you well, you also made the comment like as soon as people wake up and find out, but. Well, maybe I said that incorrectly. Well, I know what you mean though, but the point is, I want to, I want to at least um, express to you is all law, all legal, all law, legal, whatever. This this world is is all. It's just you, Cheyenne. Exactly. Uh, so it doesn't matter if everyone else is dead asleep, paying mortgages up the ass, losing their houses, blah blah blah. You still can run control your life, you know. I get that. I get that face one. I get that. But I, I just want to help so many other people. That's all. And I, I did, I'm a Virgo. I'm very grounded. And sometimes my voice comes out very firm. If yeah, that makes I, any sense. But well, I'm, I, 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 I'm very firm in my voice. I can sense that you have some frustration with the system for sure. No, so do no. I. So, no. Well, I, I do. I think Aquila does, and we, we all do. But it's a process of um, eliminating that frustration through knowledge and also exactly. also a little bit of testing, a little bit of failure, a little bit exactly. more knowledge. I agree. A bit of learning, like that. So, but the... You know the the folks who are, um, I mean, just outright angry. You hear a lot of them on Angel's call. They're just angry, but they don't know why. They actually they're angry well, at okay, themselves. Okay, okay, yeah. let's move on. I'm not angry. I'm just. If you look into the signs, <clears throat> um, Virgo is very grounded, and I mm. guess grounded comes with firm, with their voice. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm just very firm with my voice. Uh, uh, maybe that has to do with um, with my uh, what I did for a living. Remember uh, when Carl said, um, you know, every time uh, someone comes after you, let's say you 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 mentioned that you know you, there's one lawyer and then another one, then another one. There's one debt collector, then another one. Another one. Those are opportunities, right? Exactly. Remember, remember exactly, Carl? They maybe? are. He gets you happy. Exactly. That's yeah. James. So I want to hear you say, hey, guys, guess what? Another stupid lawyer called me today. Exactly. So I'm going to have his ass. All right? Exactly. I will do that. All right. All right. Law firm. No, I'm not a Leo. I'm a Virgo. Every time when uh, something comes in the mail, yeah, you got to say, yeah, thank you very much. And then you got to set them up like a little rabbit or a squirrel. Here's your little nut. Come forward. Come on. Come on again. Come on again. It might be four or five letters. That's okay. Keep, keep in mind that they are doing the same thing whenever your name comes up for some reason, whether let's say it's a missed payment or whatever it is. Um, remember, they're they're clapping their hands together, rubbing too, because they know how the system works. So Correct. that's what that's what Roddy and I have really been working on is how in the hell 
does this system work? So that because once we know that, then we know how to move around it, move through it, you know, go over it, go under it. Correct. You know, and it doesn't mean you have to be a lawyer. You just have to know what they can and can't do. What did I do to initiate this process? What what there's got to be something that has started this situation. And 100 times out of 100, it's me. I did something. But remember, Carl also says, if if I do something wrong, I can also fix it. Right. Okay. I get but all this. You have to do it honorably, right? So, exactly. So um, if, if, if these people who are getting foreclosed on if they if they go into default because they didn't pay, that's not honorable. That's one of the worst things you can do is dishonor, right? So that's it. it it's kind of those a lot of the folks. Well, you know what? Face one. After yeah. my car accident, it took mm-hmm. all my savings, took my equity, till I couldn't do it anymore. So I did stay in honor. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not talking about you directly because I don't know your your situation. I was talking about the the folks out there that you want to help. Remember you said you want to help a lot of these folks. It's it's um 100% it's something that they did. So only they can fix it, right? That's all I'm saying. And then I realized what was going on. And that's when I stopped paying. I probably had ten grand in my name, and I said, "You know what? I got to stop paying because if I have to move." But then all that took was my oil, the electric bill, food, whatever I whatever I needed to survive on. So that ten grand just went out the window. I'm not an ass here. I used to operate heavy equipment. I used to work my ass off, long hours, pipeline jobs. Till the car accident. Am I missing a lot? You're damn right. A good paycheck, good pension going in, and good money going into my annuity. Yeah, I'm missing a lot. But I'm also learning a lot. <clears throat> Once you go into the default, next thing you know, you've got all these debt collectors, third party, impartial witness, I'm I'm sorry, third party debt collectors coming after you. And that's, they're like ambulance ch- Clearly Illuminati cut her, cut her signal there. Start talking about about the bankers. <laughs> Hello. 
Right. So anyway, as we were saying, before Shane really interrupted us, is uh, a law fan on the chat said the courts can't see a man or woman, or it's interesting how, but they do see paperwork. And if there's a claim on the paperwork or whatever, they put a uh, an award to it or whatever the case may be, a judgment, and the name on the paper, the man or woman whose name is on that paper, the only one who has a rival claim to that name, then takes the uh, takes the booty or the loot or whatever the case. But it's all about the name, the title, your status. You could, you know, only you can identify yourself as, uh, you know, that one, that party, that entity. So yeah, they can't see a man, but a, a man or woman must must come forth and uh, claim the paper. That's what I think. Yeah, I agree. Guess 15 wants to know what's going on with Hillary and all the fainting and passing out. Any comments? I think it was today or recently she just uh, went to her daughter's apartment or whatever because she was having uh, maybe fainting or whatever. She's old. She's got issues, I think. I don't think she's a clone, but uh, she's definitely twitching or short-circuiting. So something's going down. And you see that big uh, black gentleman who always walks close by. Got that some kind of pin with him. Uh, since he's been, ex- you know, exposed on that one podium where he walks up to her and says, "You're okay. You're okay." He's been hiding, but he's still there. So something's up with Hillary. I seen that today. She was she fell down twice. Yeah, there's one that looks fishy to me where she's standing up against a some kind of light pole that's on the concrete, and they open the van up to get her in the wheelchair, but she can barely stand up. I think I heard but, about that. Eh, it's it's on it's on the YouTube's, but you know it's on the YouTube. You can't believe it. Well, I don't. I only read the headlines, and actually today, I guess I must have been bored. Um, but I see, so, yeah, yeah. she ended up passing out twice. Looks like she was <clears> passing <throat> out as, as if she was born in that van. And then as, as she was born in the van, the bodyguards picked her up. So the people that handle again. her, yeah, those people that handle her need to come forth and be honest, and they'll be forgiven. Like any politician that thinks they're going to be, you know, um, what do you call it? Blackmailed. We, right. The people might forgive. The people might forgive them if they just come forth and try to make things right. Right. But uh, if she, if she, if they don't, then I, uh, I pray to God that it be revealed on live TV. You know mm-hmm. that where they can't hide it behind the scenes. Just expose the sins and see what happens. Well, they're claiming that there's not going to be an election this year. Obama's going to take over. It's going yeah. to be a big um, mess coming up. Well, the conspiracy November. theorists have been saying that since uh, what, nineteen ninety six or earlier. Well, I I don't know. I don't I don't pay attention. Yeah, it happens every year, and every president's the antichrist.
Oh, I hope Barry's not, Barry and uh, Michael's not in again. But I don't really care about those corporate presidents. Let them. Cause I want them right over your head. Barry. Barry? Who's Barry? Toro, yeah. Yeah, and Michael. Uh, Michael. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle. Okay. Michelle. Of course, there Law you fan. go. Law fan and I have had this chat months ago, and he does not think Hillary Clinton, uh, Michelle Obama, is a man. But she sure is packing something down there. I know. I seen. I seen that. <laughs> I seen that one. And those kids don't even look like any any of them. And you know they they don't even have any baby pictures of those kids. You know her law fan says she's a lady. Uh, camel toe. It's <laughs> a camel toe. Gets fifteen. You know she uh her finger. That's supposed to be, sh- uh, what does that say? You know, the, she's got the finger of the man, you know, one's longer than the other. You ever seen her hands? The, the thing no, that, I haven't. Uh, no, well, I haven't. It's on, the YouTube, it's on the YouTube videos where they show how most men's, which finger is it shorter than the other one? But anyway, it basically says she's a man. Well, I know I seen actually you, it's funny you brought that up. I um I seen uh, some pictures the other day how she was packing it. And then it was funny how Barry and actually his name is supposed to be Terry now. Have you heard of that? Heard of uh, heard of what? His name actually isn't Barry. It's Terry. Shoot, I don't know. Mandela. Hey, hey, look, Oregon's on the call. The whole state of Oregon just joined right there. It's unbelievable. Who's that? Oregon. Oregon's everybody. It's the state of Oregon. Oh, okay. Oregon's state. There is a state named Oregon. Wow. Oregon, who could that be? I bet that's Charles 8854. Hello, Oregon. We're talking about common law. Oregon's one of the Bundys out there calling in. (laughs) Oregon has hung up. (laughs) Damn, that was quick. See how you scare them off? I welcome them on. So lie. They crashed the system. Everybody was on at one. Huh. We, okay. the people of Oregon, will call talk to you. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah, let's go forward. Um, Law fans. Law fan, respectfully, my friend. Are you a good judge of maybe character? Can we trust you to determine a good woman from a man? Think about it. Perhaps we all make mistakes. You know, we all make mistakes, you know, law fan, but just give us some time. 
sit back and take a deep breath. Maybe give yourself four weeks without a woman so you can rightfully judge, you know, the woman. Play it again. What's going on? Vince McMahon. Oh, you're looking at that Illuminati clip where he's, yeah, WWE is riddled with it. Yeah, he's like talking about miracles that would happen in WWE, and one of them was the Earth would spin on its axis. But he said, none of that's gonna happen. Oh, Vince McMahon is hilarious. But you notice the WW signals there? Yeah, the the hook'em horns, the 33, the 101, yeah. Yep. They got a group called the Ascension. It comes out with the pyramids. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Globuster did what? Oh, is that any good today? Uh, They spent most of their time debunking those who say that they're fake. Cheyenne has hung up and Idiochi is loaded to the chat. Why doesn't Idiochi ever come on the call? He's the Alex Jones of TalkShoe. He's behind the scenes spreading this information. Hmm. Must be tough. He's a Jesuit. Not good. Idiochi Jesuit. So and keep it moving. Yeah, move on. Welcome back, Cheyenne. Oh, thank you. Okay, can we get back to Kamala? Anyone have any questions? Who's all on the call? All right. Nobody actually is on the call. Everybody's on the uh, chat board. Um, you have meddled with the primal forces of nature, Mr. Bale, and I... 
Rodney K., stop it. What's that? Stop it. Stop what? What you just got done doing. I hit the hit the noise button there and hit pause. Hit mute on the phone. He must he must need a hearing aid because it was a, a awful loud. All right, let's get back to common law or just law something. Um, I did have some other questions. Quilla, you have any questions? Many, I think, though, couldn't be answered here. Well, I'll try one, at least. As I said, I should say try one. another one. Nope. Not at this time. Alrighty then. Um, okay, I got one. When I got evicted, there was a realtor by the name of John. He ended up calling the cops on anyone who came on the property to kick them off. I ended up writing to Wells Fargo and seeing if he had the authority to do that. Wells Fargo under Brighton New Back by the name of Lewis from Wells Fargo and said, no, he's just a realtor. Any comments on that? I'm surprised Face One doesn't have one. Okay, keep it moving. Let's go forward. Again, how can one sell something that they don't have a title to? Oh, that's what you face one and I uh, were going about uh, with the default. Every time when you go into default, not in a sentence, a new um, debt collector, a lawyer, attorney, and that's all they are, is a debt collector, third party. That's all they are. And they are actually one in, in, the, in, the, in the courthouse because if you end up doing the financial, uh, looking to the financial with the judge, you're going to see that the, um, the judge has gained financial into that bank. It's going to cost you a good a buck fifty, but you can find that. Anytime you could be behind, okay, in phase one, you and I are going to probably disagree with this one. Anytime you can get behind on your payments, but once you go into def- say, okay, I'm, be- I'm behind with Wells Fargo. Oh, okay, let's go with Wachovia, okay? Then I end up getting de- in default. Next thing you know, it's Wells Fargo. Next thing you know, it's a whole new bunch of lawyers, debt collectors. 
See, that's where you and I disagree. And again, until you can walk the shoes or study, correct me if I'm wrong. You're right. Thank you. If you mean that sincere. Yeah. I mean that's it's what it's what you said in your situation. It's, I'm gonna take it as right. I'm not gonna I don't think you're lying to me. No, I'm not. You can you can go behind and after ninety days like I said, you can be with Wilcovia. You can be with Chase Bank. You can be with whoever. After the 90 days is up, they end up selling the debt, pennies on the dollar. Next thing you know, you got someone who bought that debt, pennies on the dollar, and therefore it's in default, and they, they're trying to come after you, and they don't have the contract with you, period. They don't have the agreement. They don't have they don't have anything. And what they end up buying, they end up buying the debt. Well, they don't buy the debt. Excuse me. They end up buying the, what is called the data. So they get a list of data, and that's where they end up going after you with that. Um, you can also they they the lawyers also have different um, sites now. Uh, I re, I'm sorry, the lawyers don't have different sites. There's um, different companies that uh, I think one was L L C L. There was a bunch of them that ended up getting nailed. Um, they would help the lawyers to help them with the paperwork to go after the people. Um, and all the paperwork was, it was a joke. All the paperwork was done for them. All they had to do was fill out the, the account number, the name and address, and what they owed. And they end up taking that to court. Also, what they also do is they don't do the official um, uh copy or a certified copy they they end up a lot of times they end up putting um uncertified copy into the court i mean this is all just a just a huge freaking racket and they're hurting so many people yeah i i believe yes you do stay in honor. Absolutely. I get that part. But do they stay in honor? No. Do they hurt people? Yes. Do we hurt them? No. All we want is what is right. All we want is a home to have our kids, have our garden, have our family. That's all we want. And to be left alone. That's it. Do I sound angry on that? I hope not. 
Do I sound firm on that? I hope so. Once you end up starting to study <clears throat> from IRS to foreclosure to you name it, they're all cousins. Everything is the same. Almost everything, they're all cousins, to my opinion only. That's my opinion only. They're only just going after the fiction. Then you have to you have to take yourself away from the fiction. They don't like that, and they will fight no. you against that. They will fight you against that. You know, before I started listening to Carl, I just started just just feeling it. You can drink it in, man. You can feel it. And I got to listen to these credit reports, you know, credit, credit, credit. Check your credit score. Check your credit score. And I got to thinking, what good is a credit score? And I was like, wait a second. They want to make sure I have a good credit score to see how much money that I can be in debt to. I'm like, this exactly. is no I'm like, screw the credit score. That's about the time I was listening to Dave uh, Ramsey. Talk about I don't, Cash, I don't is, know him. Cash is King. I don't know him. Well, he's on a lot of radio shows. But he says debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage is taking the place of the BMW. And he says, yeah, he's a, he's got lots of money. He He has a horrible credit score. Because he doesn't have credit cards. So when he hears those commercials, what's in your wallet? He screams, cash, because I don't have your stinking card. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been hearing these commercials today about clean up your credit report. And even some of those, what lies in your debt? Who gives a crap what lies in my debt? I mean, you, you can, you know, you want to know what's in there to make it right. You know, people can do that. Yeah, but. <clears throat> Why would I want a high credit score so I can get bombarded with letters in the mail or offers twenty four seven? It got so well, bad one time I wrote on the face of the the envelopes, you know, extortion or not wanted. I was I was crazy, and I I, I even wrote <clears throat> in the letter and re- returned it and responded to them to quit sending me these offers. Right, so and, and they 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 ceased finally. Right. It's a, it's as long as they come to you, it's an agreement. I'm sorry, I could have that incorrect. If you go to them, it's an agreement. If they come to you, it's not. Get ridiculous all the offers in the mail. See, right. you ever get a card? You ever get a card in the mail from one of those banking companies? And they're like, "You're pre-approved or you're approved." I'm like, "Well, send cash. I'll be happy. Thank God. Just send five thousand right. dollars." <laughs> well, no, we got to check check the record. Well, you just said I was approved, right? Right. <laughs> that's another that's another joke they they play on people. Uh huh. Oh, and this is a true story. A couple of nights ago, I got a email from uh, somewhere in the I think it's in UK. My email was chosen, and I was the winner of two million dollars, two million euros. <laughs> Oh, well, one guy on YouTube, I'm um, sorry, not on YouTube, uh, Yahoo, he had $17 trillion in his account.
course, no, there was this, a, was, this it was it, the bank made a mistake. Yeah, this is one of those email fraud things. I guess there's scam. You gotta if, watch. If they, if they say you want money, they, they usually target old people. But you, if oh, you respond and say, "Yeah, we, you've got millions of dollars just waiting for you," but you got to send mm-hmm. two thousand dollars to uh, get it going. Yep, that's that's so sad. That is so sad. And they are. I used to work when I was laid off. I would always try to find different jobs. And one time I ended up finding this job that it was a, um, oh, what would you call it? Um, you, it was telemarketer, but um, it was for the uh, cops, right? And I sucked at it. Oh, big time did I suck at it. So any, anyhow, you end up calling these people and ask them to uh, donate to the cops. Well, we had a couple guys there. And this one guy, the manager, he would have a big chalkboard of who had how many cells. Well, I was always at the bottom. Cause, but these guys at the top, they would have these people in tears. I'm going to come to your house. And, I mean, they would threaten them that they would end up donating 100, 200 bucks. I said, you know what? This job is not for me. But thank you very much. I learned something here. Just a, another year. I was laid off in the winter time. A friend of mine worked for uh, the Salvation Army. The cook got sick. Hey, Shy, do you mind uh, coming in and cooking? No, I don't. So I, I went in there and started cooking for the kids and the moms. And you wouldn't believe what I found out there. Oh, my God. That's another ripoff. Do you know, I was, they didn't have a, this is how petty this is. They didn't even have a toaster. So I went to the main office and into the basement. And that they had the basement filled with stuff. Filled. Clothes. Appliances. You name it. Whatever people dropped off. And then they would end up shipping it to the Goodwill store. I said, wow, hold on. I need a toaster. I need this. I would like to have actually two toasters. So the main guy, he thought I was making a big, well, I don't think he thought I was making a big complaint, but he offered me to stay there for lunch. I said, great. Yeah, let me let me see what's going on here. So I stayed there for lunch, and it made me sick. Then I started doing research. Chris, he was making two hundred grand a year, house paid, car paid, and everything that everyone was dropping off went to the Goodwill store. Didn't go to the shelter. Where the shelter that the mom's dad's kids needed the stuff. You could not even drop off anything to that shoulder and that pissed me off pissed me off and I made a I made a stink about that I was pissed that's bullshit so these these ladies 
who were trying to get away from being abused, whatever the case was, they had to go to another store to buy this stuff to be able to go and find an apartment, Section 8. That's bullshit. And then I said, you know what? I said, how about if we start doing postcards? So and so, I'll do I'll do all the all the advertisement. You have this, you have that, you have a bedroom suit, you have a TV, you have a whatever. I'll put it on the bulletin board. Nope. I said you have to be kidding me. Poor that didn't freaking wake me up. And I used to donate there. I used to drop off stuff there. Oh, and then one time, I thought, let's carry this a little bit further. So every time when someone would drop something off, I seen all the workers go through the shit before they end up putting it into the basement. So I would lay stuff aside, what we needed into the shelter. Just small, stupid stuff like toys. Just, you know, stuff that kids would like to play with. Do you know I ended up being caught? And that was not allowed? Really? Really? Oh, I ended up getting a toaster. Really? Sorry, I just got done. <clears throat> it's when you don't know what's going on until you walk the shoes. You have no clue. You have no clue. Anyone there? I'm present. (laughs) So I would ask everyone to go out Put some voluntary time in, like I have. Go out and see what really is going on. People in need, they're keeping stuff away. Oh, my God. I'll never forget the first time because this guy was sick for a while. I went until my friend called me, and she asked me if I was laid off. I said, yes. Do you mind coming in third shift? No. So I went in there, sort of making breakfast. Oh, my God. These kids, were their faces lit up. And then I seen they had dirty toys there, um, stuffed animals. I'm like, what is going on here? 
So again, if you don't, you got you all. You gotta lock the shoes. Are you all right? I'm fine. Okay. I ask for people to start volunteering and see what really is going on. I've been there. I've seen it. What I do now? I drop off. It was funny because I'm cleaning out units. So I drop off at certain areas where I know people are in need and I drop off toys. I drop off all kinds of clothes, all kinds of stuff. And the last time we end up dropping off, one guy was going by with a bicycle and he started picking up and it was the first time we end up witnessing because we end up going back and all the stuff was gone. So, actually, we were there this time, and we ended up watching. I couldn't tell you how many people came by and picked up stuff. And it was awesome. It was a good feeling. So don't pay attention to the uh, sunshine, uh, goodwill, uh, Salvation Army, any of it. It's all a game. Actually, these that telemarketer, they get like I couldn't even tell you how much they get. They get a lot, they get a hell of a lot. Just like with the police station, whatever they I I forget the name they end up calling it. Uh, you get that little sticker, oh, I support the cops, I, I forget anymore. It's, the telemarketer gets most of that. The cop station, I forget even more what they get, or I guess they get the rest. But it's all a freaking game. It's a joke. But again, the the one that pissed me off the most was when I end up volunteering to do um, breakfast for the kids and seeing 
what caught me, if it wasn't for the toaster, it was just a toaster. That's what got me more involved, a toaster. And what that guy was making, a year, house free, car free, everything free. And these people, these kids, are starving? I got a problem with that. Then they expect them to go to a store to buy all this stuff. Then you can't put postcards. Hey, I got this, I got that. For free? Really? Well, you know me. <laughs> I still put it up on the post, post board. And they didn't like it. <clears throat> they did not like it. Turn me in. I'm only a volunteer. Turn me in. That's when I end up meeting the head guy. That's when he wanted me to go to lunch with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think that was going to change my mind? Think again. I even brought it up. <laughs> that guy was so freaking pissed at me. <laughs> I had, had that huge luncheon, and I end up I had I had a little small speech, and again it only had to do with the toaster. And I stood up and I mentioned this. It was like maybe three sentences. And bottom line, the end of it had to do with the toaster. I bet you his ass got reamed out. Because guess what? I end up getting two. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I end up going back to work, so I have no clue what happened. That's bullshit. Until you walk, until you walk the shoes, people, and you understand what is going on. I mean, if I wouldn't have walked the shoes of volunteering for the Salvation Army or doing that time with the um um collecting for the cop, whatever fun that was. I forget what the hell that was called. I I wouldn't know this stuff. I would still be naive. But again, I got bored when I would get laid off. I would get bored and I would just go out and find just different stuff, different odds and then just different things to do. So I hope that wakes you guys up. Don't uh, don't give anything to the Salvation Army. Don't give to Goodwill. Oh my God, don't give to Goodwill. Sunshine. That's another one. Sunshine. 
Don't give to them. Or actually, if you want to give to any, ask them what is their percentage. And what is the uh, percentage that just go with uh, goodwill? Okay, I'm going to give to you. What is your uh, percentage to goodwill? You'll be shocked. If they even tell you the truth. But I, I, oh my God, this one guy with, just with cop, um, damn it, I don't recall what the hell that was called. <sighs> Shit. He would threaten, threaten these people, threaten them that if they did not give, I even forget anymore his what he ended up saying, but basically he threatened them that it scared them that bad. And he was the top salesman. I think that job lasted me, what, one month? I couldn't do it. And then when I seen all the fraud and all the bullshit and what they're making, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. That's not me. Anyhow, we're off track. But please, people, pay attention. Whenever you have time off, go to your shelters. Put some time in. Go out. Actually, also go to um, your animal shelters. That's another joke. They get paid so much to put down a, a animal. You don't believe me? Check it out. Check it out. That's another one. And don't get me started on that one. It's all just, all of them are just a joke. Well, it's not a joke. It's just a profit. Revenue. All it is, a revenue. Okay, I am done. I hope you all check it out. Thanks. Pardon me? Thanks. What? Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, we lost Lawson and Rodney K. Yay! <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Damn it. Oh, well, I'm going to go to work out of work, so, in the morning, so. Thank you, it's been lovely. God bless all. Yeah, I'm going to hang up. I thank you all for coming on. Sorry I end up rattling at the end. 
Um, but please, everyone, check it out. Start volunteering. Find out what's going on. Act stupid. Um, not saying stupid, but um, find out really what is going on. Because I always volunteered my time when I was laid off. And I end up um, uh, looking into different things. Um, this system has to be changed. But just also with the shelter and also with the animal, um, things have to be changed. I mean, everything has to be changed, but um, there right now there's so many homeless animals and people. Um, so if you can help them out, go to the food bank, uh, throw out a can or two of soup, whatever the case is, that uh, would be awesome. Um, on that note, I thank you all for uh, stopping in. Please take that uh, to heart and try to make a change and wake up your neighbors and friends. Uh, blessings and thank you so much. See ya. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.